Hello, we are back. This is Blurred Watchers, and um, I'm one of your hosts, Courtney, and I am here with the other host. Hey, it's Marshall. Uh, and we're back again for our monthly podcast, Blurred Watchers. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about one of, I think, my most anticipated Absolutely. of the Marvel series. Absolutely. Loki, yeah, which recently finished, I think last week. Yeah, we finished it on Wednesday. It is now Monday, our first opportunity to record, and yeah. uh, we had a lot of stuff going on, like towards the end of that week too, which we'll get into. But yeah, so um, I guess leading up, what have you been doing in this month that we've been away from? Our loyal listeners. Yeah, man. Well, you know, welcome back, everybody. First off, to our uh, studio. Y'all can't see it, but we can see it, and it is fantastic and fabulous. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, you know me, man. I, you know, I'll be doing the same shit different day. Uh, we stream, we play video games, we listen to podcasts, we watch. Are we talking TV. about yourself and the royal we? I, or well, yeah. About us? yeah. Oh, okay, because I'm about to say I don't stream. And play video games, but yeah, is the royal we? Ugh. I didn't know. I didn't know there was an actual <laughs> term for that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I did. Ew. Okay. <laughs> I can feel the hate coming from your forehead. Uh, but either way, that's what we was doing. What was what? What were you doing? What's what's been up in in Courtney's world? Nothing much, honestly. Just working i've been reading a lot more like nothing of substance so let's you know let's not get too excited it's mostly been just like manga like and fiction works of fiction so <clears throat> but yeah that's been nice getting back into reading manga i always go on like little breaks and then come well long breaks and then come back yeah um caught up a lot on Jujutsu Kaisen's manga. Yeah, so you were reading that. It, I yeah, remember. it is. Oh, it's a lot of death. Well, you know. <laughs> well, you know, it's a it's a manga about curses and and not the occult per se, but I like mean, pretty much with like demons and yeah. So yeah. people people gonna check, man. It is it is what it is. As last they say. time I checked, I was the man in these streets, and then you lost your arm. I mean, basically. So, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, that's pretty much you know boring. Uh, and then, what what did we do? We went to a convention. Yeah, we went to my first my first con, uh, -huh. uh by the name of Blurred Con in Crystal City, Virginia. Not not Courtney's first, but one of her first. Yeah, I mean, but my first why my first con was in like 2006 Otacon in Baltimore. So many many moons ago so but it was fun i had fun i can definitely tell the difference between me doing a con you know back in 2006 like just turn in or 2006 more like 2007 but yeah just you know 18 19 to now i was like oh my stamina and it was hot as hell oh the heat was crazy yeah um definitely if i ever thought about cosplaying it would it would definitely have to be a winter kind of. <laughs> there's no way for me to do that in the summertime it's just i i i would die it was it was very uncomfortable but 
uh, as far as like the heat. But then I feel like it was the first day it was real hot. And then the next day they kind of got the hotel got like the message about air conditioning and cranked it up a little bit. But yeah, so we did that. Uh, and we saw all types of stuff. One of my favorite events at the con, well, two, one was the comedy show, which I mean, it had its moments where it was like very cringy and like, oh, ill, but um, it was good. And then the next event was the cosplay event. I really enjoyed that. Um, some people did some great ones. I was a little upset with how the outcome uh, how that came about yeah. like who like first second and third I thought it was it, it was not judged correctly it was a landslide victory if if the judges weren't fucking stupid but either way um, let's let's you know I don't want to be negative I thought that of course the princess sign cosplay was fantastic and i thought that it should have mm-hmm. been from princess mononeke if not first place second uh, i mean i didn't know about the cosplay that won first place so i can't really say how well it was or how well it was done I'm, I, wasn't, I wasn't familiar with the with the character so the so. first place um was um it was from uh, Car Captor Sakura, and she did a good cosplay. Like it was a really good costume. Um, I could understand why you wouldn't have known because it's a very like it's a shoujo. It's a very, it's a magical girl um, anime that I used to love when I was younger. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I used to draw Car Captor Sakura in my little sketchbooks all the time and stuff. Um, and at one point, I would have loved to cosplay as her, but it would have been really weird because I have boobs so (laughs) yeah but um it was good it wasn't really first place worthy to me given the other um the other cosplays especially princess mononoke that one was so detailed and just it just seemed way more intricate um so i would be interested to know what the judging criteria was because the second place again over san was um, a character from Final Fantasy, which apparently is a very popular character, but it it didn't it look like there was much to it. Yeah. yeah. So I had to ask Marshall. I was like, is this like very true to the character? Like, is this why? Yeah. So. I mean, but it's not a hard cosplay to do either. She wore a pink dress. Mm, well. And like a little jean jacket or something. I, either way. Um, but the overall experience was incredible. Let's talk about outside of the cosplay. There was a lot of Lokis there. There were a lot of Lokis. Like people who were just doing cosplay. Apparently for the cosplay competition to be in the competition, you had to have made 80% of your costume. Okay. So everybody else, I think, was mainly just like the people who just purchased their costume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there were a lot of Lokis there. So that was cool. Um... So yeah, that's that's pretty much what we're gonna talk about today, you guys. We're gonna <laughs> we touched on blur kind of a little bit. We saw a, a really really amazing amount of cosplays and and things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, it was really hot, like we said. I saw um, a lot of miracles or miracles from my hero my hero academia, which makes sense because she's a brown skin character. So you know, the pink, um, the pink chick. No, the bunny. Oh, I saw the pink chick from My Hero, and it was a really good cosplay. <clears throat> the rabbit hero. But yeah, um, 
I just thought it was funny. Every time I saw, I don't know, for some reason, every time I saw <clears throat> a, a cosplay, which was all the time, I thought of there's this TikTok where um, this girl, she's like cosplaying as cosplaying as Hinata from Naruto. Yeah. And apparently she gets a whole bunch of comments of Hinata isn't black. And it's like, okay. So they made a song about it. Yeah, and she was just yeah. basically like, dancing to the song and like putting up her middle finger and i every time i like saw cosplay that went off in my head and i just thought it was so funny and i was like oh my god people who make comments like that like their heads would explode at this con and that was just so comforting it was beautiful it was it was beautiful to think (laughs) pissing people off that should be pissed off because they're trash if if there was a racist somewhere or some type of anime elitist somewhere that had a a satellite that could read from space how black uh, a cosplay was, regardless of the color of the skin of the of the actual character. Blurred Con would have been going off from space because everything was essentially race bent, and it was beautiful and all the different takes on it. I mean, there there were cosplays of black characters as well. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but. Uh, it was just it was a joy to Courtney's point to just be like nobody has to sit here and worry about that here you know uh, hearing oh well nice cosplay and all but you know uh, that character isn't really black so which always makes my skin itch because I'm just like so many of the characters that you're cosplaying are Asian and you are not Asian so what the fuck are you talking about but anyways that's that's generally we'll the answer <laughs> they ain't white either so what are you uh, talking about overall uh blur con uh eight out of ten con would definitely recommend mm-hmm. um, good food good food absolutely um the vibes were crazy uh you 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 went you was up in the room that night but there was a couple of different parties that they had um i didn't really go to any because it was so hot in there um but the comedy show, the con floor, Karen Ashley, the Yellow Power Ranger, the second um, Yellow Power Ranger was there signing autographs. I talked to her for like 10 minutes. She was cool as oh, shit. Oh, damn. 10 minutes? Yeah, I was damn. over there. I was over there. I was just like, look, I'm I'm not going to hold you. I can't really afford to buy anything from you because she was selling like um, autographs and um, prints and things like that. And she was like, it's fine. Yada yada yada, but but we were talking about her project on Instagram with the other um, previous Power Rangers. She's like, "Oh my God, nobody's asked me about that. It's going really well. We're trying to pitch it. It used to be a movie. Now we pared it down to a series, and we're just trying to pitch it to different networks. And hopefully, someplace like Netflix will pick it up." So we were just talking about that. Oh, is that that thing where they had the videos on YouTube, and it's like a much more adult? They they didn't do that, but oh. it's a whole bunch of ex Power Rangers that basically came together and started a production company, and they were working on this movie featuring all of them. It's not even a Power Rangers IP, oh, okay. but it's just something different, and you know they were they're pitching it now. Okay, that's cool. So yeah, that was dope, and um, you know uh, I think I think we're good. You know we spent about 10, 10 11 minutes talking about Blur Con. Let's get the people what they came for. <laughs> okay, Let's, we time it. We timing it. Like it's not. Segment. It's not that. But <laughs> it's not that. But I, I, I'm obviously very excited to talk about Loki. The the season finale just came, and we can say season finale because spoiler alert. 
Pause, um, pause. Um, if, if if you haven't watched Loki, pause it now because we're about to spoil the shit out of rest of the, the, the finale and give our thoughts on the series as a whole up to this point. You good? You sure? Okay. But anyway, um, so yeah, because, you know, we're, we're getting another season. Yes, indeed. And that's exciting. It's the first show so far from the MCTV verse that is getting a second season that we know of. Mm-hmm. So, babe, let's I think start well with you. Deserved. Yeah, I agree. Let's start with you. This was your most uh, anticipated show. Um, do you want to do like finale thoughts and then do thoughts overall? No, I mean let's start with thoughts overall and then we can talk about the finale. Gucci, just like like do it in historical order. Sounds I guess. good. Yeah. Um, so when we first, I think, and, and we mentioned this when we, um, I guess our last episode, uh, essentially, I was a bit ambivalent about Loki, um, as far as the series, right? Not the actual character. Cause we know I love him, but it was just like, okay, this is a, this is a different treatment. And throughout it was a different treatment of him. He was, um, I guess, Overall, as far as like a person, he mm. was a much more well-rounded person. Like he was a little bit sassy, I guess, the first couple of episodes. Um, I mean, it was only six episodes, but yeah. it did feel like once he met up with spoiler again, this is full of spoilers, um, met up with Sylvie, who is the quote unquote variant Loki that they were looking for, who happens to be a girl and she doesn't like being called Loki. Right. She chose the name Sylvie. Um, <clears throat> he starts to be more, I guess, empathetic or sympathetic and just caring more about others, like other people other than himself. Now, whether or not that's more of a like, more of a like, because of love which before the end of this the ep, not episode but the season we find that it's like oh are they like falling in love with each other and is this cute or is this weird because they're they are each other there's like some like meta it, it's, it's it's like narcissism in its final <laughs> like, form like, this know, is like, like high level narcissism and then you know to, to be expected from one such as Loki, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and then there was just things that just like threw me off. Like there was, um, there was a, there was one part in the season where they went to go hide in like a cataclysmic event, um, where that moon was like crashing into a planet or vice versa, whatever. And they were on this train trying to get to the ship. <clears throat> that was only going to save like rich people off of it and Loki got drunk and was singing and just being rambunctious and like you know it made them very conspicuous and they got thrown off the train and I mean at the end oh Lamentis yeah. at the end like it was all for naught anyways because the ship got fucked up so it was like yeah nobody's getting off this planet period um but it was just like, dude, seriously? Like, y'all got shit to do. You up here drinking and acting a fool? Like, I feel like the Lokis that we knew from the movies wouldn't be doing shit like that. Um, 
it's just weird yeah i mean it's a hard sell right it's hard it's a hard sell to say okay this loki who we are traveling with you know who is the proxy for the audience into the tva and you know this essentially grand adventure Mm-hmm. is supposed to be the Loki from 2012, like, from the Avengers. And I'm saying, he was, like, the most kind of gully. Like, he's ripping people's eyes out yeah, their head and, and stuff like, and telling people to kneel. It's a hard sell to say, okay, this guy, you know, saw flashes of Ragnarok, saw flashes of his death, saw flashes. You know, he basically watched the spark notes of the rest of his life, right? And... And now he is completely reformed. He is completely empathetic of a character. He is completely understanding. That type of character development is something that, you know, a series would have had a better time with. But still, I think in six episodes, it's a bit of a hard sell for me. Yeah, because to me, I feel like the actual Loki would have raged against the dying of the light. He wouldn't have just been like, yeah, I'm going to just go gently into it. Like... And I mean, not to say that he really did, but <clears throat> he, I mean, he didn't, he was just a lot softer, which I think some people might appreciate, but I didn't really. So I don't know. But overall, I did really enjoy the series. Um, yeah. And I did enjoy like the twists and stuff like that and how they I don't, don't want to say eased you in, but how you started to see kind of like the cracks in the veneer of the TVA. Yeah. And then like finding out what it actually is. And it's just like, oh, a whole bunch of lies. Um, and then, you know, once we started looking at videos explaining certain other characters um, that were only in one episode. Right. Uh, it made me understand. um maybe some of the leniency to other characters. So, for example, um, what's the judge's name? Played Rensler. by Google. Yeah. Um, what's her first name? Ravana Renslayer. Yeah, Ravana. Ravana Renslayer. Like, she was a real hard ass, but then it's like, when you go and look at it, you're like, yo, she made some real big mistakes. Like, for example, Sylvie, just in herself, she's the whole reason why she got away. Like, she stole her little little timekeeper thing so that she could hop throughout time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what started her on her, you know, her glorious purpose. And then she's like, you know, imbuing power or, you know, allowing Mobius to do certain things. And then he kind of messes up. So it's like, okay, you're the one who said that he could. So that means that's your fault. And it's like she not facing no consequences why and then because i found out the backstory of some stuff i was like oh that's why yeah she gets passes oh yeah uh big passes um so i mean so your overall thoughts babe like where would you where would you rank it among the mcu television show television shows that we've seen so far before you get into your thoughts of the uh finale yeah i mean you know surprisingly um i would go wandavision first Mm -hmm. um hmm. Uh, damn honestly wandavision falcon and winter soldier and then loki 
kind of in the order that they came out and it makes you feel like damn you would have thought that it would have gotten better as it's going forward but yeah i feel like and i don't know if it's because of the newness but i just feel like they just did a better job at building the world and like the suspense and the story with wandavision um and I feel like the characters in WandaVision and in Falcon and Winter Soldiers, Soldiers, Soldier, they just stayed true to the character that they were. Um, So I guess it was easier to digest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to say maybe not so much with um with Bucky, like he got a little bit more development and we got to see how he was dealing with like his PTSD of being essentially a villain. But it still felt like their dynamic, especially coming from like civil, was it civil war? No, no, it was civil Who's war. Dynamic? Bucky and, Bucky um, and the and, Falcon. Uh, Falcon? Oh, yeah. yeah. Their dynamic, like when, like for example, when they were fighting at the airport and they were together and fighting against Spider-Man, like, right. and their little back and forth was like, I hate you. <laughs> and the little like, you know, snide remarks to each other. Um, so I don't know. I guess I just enjoyed those uh, just a just a tad bit more. Not by much. I did. I did really enjoy Loki. Of course, I love just looking at Tom Hiddleston act. Um, you know, I loved his his hair flips in action scenes <laughs> instead of so I, I, I saw a TikTok where they were like, um, this is why Sylvie is the superior Loki. And then they showed like each time before she goes into action, she ties her hair up and then they showed Loki. And every time he like gets kicked around or he's doing something, he does that little, uh, the, the bend and snap, basically like putting his head down and flipping his hair yeah. back. So yeah, I was like, uh, that, that was, that gave me a nice little chuckle, but also like, yes, let's talk about, you know, things that make sense. Tie your hair up. Yeah. Pretty simple, right? Yeah. You would think. Um so so before we get into our uh thoughts on the finale, I'll give my thoughts on the series as a overall. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, I'm not that different from you, babe. I feel like these is one of these times that we can kind of really just agree on because I would possibly and probably rank the series as they came out as well, which which gives me pause a little bit because I know that the way that they came out, the order that they came out wasn't necessarily meant to happen mm-hmm. that way. And I wonder if because of COVID and having to shuffle things around and WandaVision ultimately being finished first, therefore it came out first, if the plan was for different things to happen, but because of COVID, some changes had to be made. I don't know. But I do feel as though WandaVision is probably the, the strongest, even though they could have they could have made the first two episodes really one episode for me. Even though they both came out at the same time, they came out on the same day, Like, but they were shorter, right? Yeah. WandaVision was, a, it was more of a half an hour, you know, 28... 31 minutes whereas you know falcon winter soldier and loki were more like game of thrones like 55 45 minutes mm-hmm. um but for my for my money they could have took both of those first episodes and just made it one half an hour 
and I, I feel like the the series would have been stronger for it. But that's not to say I didn't love Loki. I mean, we're talking about splitting hairs here at, at this point because as a as a series as a season, I felt as though the season was very strong. Lamentus being for me the standout. Yeah. Um, just from a just from a standpoint of they kind of flipped the script. Uh, and you didn't get any Owen Wilson in that episode, which is hard for me to say that it was my favorite episode because I love Owen Wilson, uh, Wilson as Mo- uh, Mobius. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the strongest points of the show for me consistently. Um, but that episode for me was very much character building. We were um, honored to be uh, featured on the low-key, Loki <laughs> podcast uh, with Bill Bakken and, and Al Manorino and we got a chance to talk about that episode and I think I think those guys made great points mm-hmm. um, it was super fun I feel like none of our predictions were right so no 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 <laughs> so, so some of them were some of them were I don't know I don't I, it may have been Bill who said he wanted Kid Loki mm-hmm. and we got Kid Loki yeah uh, and I think Al said that they were going to introduce more variants and we and, the, and we got more variants so I think both of their um, predictions came true. But either way, uh, forgive me, Bill. Forgive me, Al, if you're listening and I'm and I'm giving credit to the wrong one. Maybe it was one of you. I do apologize. But either way, uh, I thought that the series as a whole was was good. It was good. I would, you know, as a whole, I would give it a solid a solid B. Um, and I think I can you know speak more on that once we get into the finale because that's so integral. Like I can't. I can't sit here and be like, oh, this is why and not speak about the finale. So let's get your thoughts on, on the, finale. the finale bit. I like the finale a lot. Um, so I feel like I can't talk about it without talking about some of the stuff that we watched together and then some talk little things it. that I, okay, that I watched like on my own. So, yeah, yeah. but just to get into the finale, like, so when they get into this, you know, this big house or castle that's floating in some part of space, quote unquote. Right. Um, so they're looking around because they're trying to find whomever um, is controlling the TVA. Cause we've already found out that those like three timekeepers are just animatronic beings not even beings, just animatronic creations. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, and then Ravana Renslayer, she's kind of trying to figure out where the two Lokis are. And it seems like she did already know that everybody was variants. And she was just like, basically like, so. She didn't just because, seem surprised, no. did she? And she was like, just because we're variants and quote unquote, everything that we're doing is not real or whatever. She's like, that what does that matter we still have to do a job and it's like the job don't mean shit bitch it's all made up and she's like nope we've been doing this for years these are the rules but wait like, let's but do wait, it but wait but wait i it's like it's like i'm stuck right now because it seemed like she wasn't surprised but also it seemed to me that there was a bit of desperation upon learning that as to where her thing was like it has to be for something like we have to be doing this for something it's, it's something something here has to make it make sense mm-hmm. so i'm not sure if she knew or she didn't know i feel like maybe she didn't know but also she didn't care 
or wasn't trying to care because it's like so much of her existence is tied up in this where it just I feel like she just feels like it would be a waste of my life like it's one of those existential crisis things and like you have to make a like decision of like flight or fight or you know like accepting it and I feel like she was like nope hard stop denial I don't give a fuck what you're talking about we're doing stuff that matters and I gotta figure out what is the intricate reason why we are variants that have been brought here to do shit that matters because we could have been pruned or whatever, but we weren't. So, but, um, so essentially, so, uh, the, the two Lokis, Loki and Sylvie, they go to this big castle, whatever, and they're looking around, um, the little time clock lady is there and she's, being weird like she she's minutes. yeah she There's slowly devolved sinister. yeah she slowly devolved into like weirdness and it was like oh damn bitch um so they she allows them to like go through after she offers them something she's like okay we could just put you in a little world of your own right. you could be you know the king of everything you could be there or whatever y'all have all this shit like we'll let bygones be got be bygones what do you say and they're like nah and she's like all right well we only gonna offer once so uh f you guys you about to get fucked up <laughs> and it was like oh damn this minute you're not even gonna try hard you like no this is the one and only offer right and right. you only get one chance to answer and that's your answer she just, and that's she was, it she, yeah she was out and so then they keep going and then they get to i guess these big doors or whatever and then they open and the first thing i thought as soon as those doors open i was like meek mill is that you and i was like no it can't be meek mill like no, that doesn't make <laughs> like any fucking sense red. I like uh, but it was blue. atticus or whatever not atticus but you know the jonathan majors jonathan majors yes. Uh, and we find out that he is Kane the Conqueror. Well, um, he, like, is he Kane the Conqueror? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what they said? No. What did they say? He said, I've gone by many names. Some call me a jerk. Some call me a conqueror. Some call me this some call me that but he never actually said my name is king okay he said he said i am he who remains yeah but i feel like everybody knows that he who remains is supposed to be king i think here okay i and, and, and i don't mean to cut into to 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 your uh overall thoughts of the finale but i think that's a variant i don't think that's king i think king is who he's afraid of. I mean, possibly, but so with that knowledge that he is a variant of that, but still has a lot of the same wants and stuff like that, that to me was the reason why Ravana Renslayer was getting away with being, I mean, mediocre, I suppose, (laughs) like being good, but not really that fucking good, bitch. Like you let Sylvie go and look at all the fucking mess that she created. Like ultimately, this is kind of all your fault as far as like how things originated. So, um, but yeah, being that like, I guess King the Conqueror, you know, has this undying, no matter what form he is, love for Ravana Renslayer. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Um, because upon listening to that, we listened to that a couple of days later where we went into like the history of, you know, King the Conqueror. Because she was really like, she was really like fucking up the whole time. Like yeah. every decision she made was the wrong one, it seemed like. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So why are you still like the judge person? Like, what? Who? Who? Who's letting their company be ran into the ground like this? Basically. But yeah, so I thought it was good. Um, one other video that I saw again, TikTok has me in a chokehold. So I just I'll be fun in these things <laughs> okay. on TikTok. So this one guy was saying so. Um, the Loki theory is that the TVA is in the quantum realm. And that's why time is different because just like Ant-Man and his mother, Mm -hmm. when they were in the quantum realm, like Ant-Man thought he was there for five minutes. He was there for five five years. years. And then like same thing with his mother. She was there for, I don't know how, however fucking long because she was there. She was there for literally years. It must have yeah, felt... Yeah, she felt like it was literally years. So it must have felt like thousands of years or something like that to her. Right. And then they were also saying, like, when Ant-Man was in the quantum realm, like, in the background... Oh, no, not Ant-Man, but when... um, What's the wizard's name? What wizard? The guy with the cape. Oh, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange, when he went into the quantum realm, when the uh, the ageless one or the whatever one, the one that's been around forever. Yeah. What's her name? The wise one. I don't know. I guess. Whatever. I know know you're talking about. Yeah. The bald white ancient one. The ancient one. I know people we who are like Marvel fans but... are sitting at home like, oh my God, shut that bitch up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of it either. She doesn't know anything. There's too many but names. anyways, so they were talking about when she basically like opened up his third eye and like flung him into the quantum realm and he was going through his shit. You could see like a, a castle in the background on a hill and it was like, oh, is that the same fucking castle and shit? Um, and they were saying that's, that's like how it's going to tie in or Loki's going to tie into um, quantum mania. Quantum mania. Yeah. And, and multiverse of madness. Yeah. I, would, I would love that. I would love that because that's what we were saying on the low key, low key podcast, or at least that's what I was saying. This has to mean something in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. I need a connection uh, and I need it to make sense. But yeah. So uh, where, where does that bring you when you're old, with your overall summary of, or your overall thoughts on the finale, babe? I mean, I thought the finale was good. Um, I always feel like in these past, in all of them, so in um, WandaVision, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and in Loki, I feel like the best episodes or scenes do not happen in the final episode. Right, right. And it usually feels a little anticlimactic. And I mean, I guess... They have been consistent <laughs> in that. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was a bit anticlimactic, uh, but I did enjoy it nonetheless. I did enjoy Mobius coming back and being like, hey, bitch, still here. And she was like, oh, hey, sorry about that. Um, and they're a little back and forth where he's like, yo, you betrayed me. She was like, you betrayed me. I was like, okay, damn, bitch. Ravana, you mad. But, um, <laughs> yeah, 
I just I thought it was I thought it was good. Overall, thought it was good. Um, season finale, I did enjoy it. All right, cool. So I'm gonna give my thoughts on the season finale, and then we're gonna go back and forth best moments from the season overall for us, and then we'll talk about whatever else we feel like talking about. Cool. Yeah. So uh, for me the for me the the season finale was uneven, right? Because it was it was a lot of exposition. We got a lot of answers that created questions that you know were answered but create it's like you know we're we're going around in circles here a little bit um <clears throat> i got to start my thoughts on the finale with the performance of Jonathan Majors who was clearly having fun with the role of he who remains king of conqueror or whatever you want to call him uh he was having a lot of fun with it but i was telling Courtney right after we finished watching this is that i feel like his performance was so overstated because they're setting us up for him to have multiple variants and they need to they need to contrast each other basically. And I think, as I was saying earlier, that Kang the Conqueror, the actual Kang the Conqueror, is one of the variants that he who remains is afraid of. I don't think that that's Kang. I think that, hey, he just happened to be a brilliant scientist who came across this Eliath beast who can eat space and time and he tamed it and he used it to help him, you know, centralize all the timelines. But I don't think that he's Kang. I think like Sylvie asked him very, very pointedly, like, what are you afraid of? And he he gave her a straight fucking he's like, I'm afraid of myself because you're, you're going to kill me. And without me to keep things right, there are going to be versions of me that make me look like a bitch. Mm. basically is what he said yeah and i think kang is one of those one of those guys that he is ultimately like yo i can't let the timeline go crazy because if this motherfucker gets here then you know the pp it's 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 a wrap yeah Yeah. like so I, i i think it's frustrating to me to have Sylvie's arc kind of end in that way where she ultimately makes the selfish decision decision and it kind of contradicts all of the character development that we've seen from Loki himself as to where he's like yo I believe him like let's let's not do this I know this is what you've been trying to do your whole life and all this other type shit but what if it's worse and she's just like all right fuck out of here like Mm. pushed him into the other joint and she ultimately completes her plan or completes her revenge. You know, he who remains is dead, but he didn't really seem like he was afraid to die or anything like that. But, but he was tired anyway. He was, he said like, "Yo, I'm trying to retire. Like, I'm I'm tired of doing this. Y'all can y'all can take it over." And then come to find out, Loki gets back to the TVA, and they don't even recognize him, and things are different. Yeah. Things are not good because then you turn around and you see big statues too. Who he remains? We, yes, exactly. Which if we know it's him. not him because he's right. dead. So it is someone so, like him. So what variant came in and took over the TVA in that small amount of time that they were in the Time Fortress? I'm gonna just call it the Time Fortress. The t- okay. Because you know it's a comic and everything needs mm-hmm. names, but. It it, it it was kind of frustrating to me, and I know that it needed to happen. I feel like this show is the most 
maybe not the most connected, but I feel like between this show and WandaVision, we are going to get immediate setup or we have gotten immediate setup for Multiverse of Madness and ultimately Quantumania. Because yeah. I think that that's a great um, idea that you saw on TikTok that the TVA is in the quantum realm. That would explain a lot. Yeah. But the question that would arise for me is, you know, essentially, what did he who remains say? He's like, yo, you know, I, I was a 31st century scientist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I discovered this technology because I've realized that all of these, you know, um, realities were sitting on top of each other. So, I'm, I mean, I assume that he has the technology to, to just move in and out of the quantum realm as he sees fit. Yeah. Because that's essentially what they've been doing if the TVA is in the quantum realm and there are no pen particles required. So it's just like quantum teleportation, you know, which is you know way beyond me but it, the the finale for me was about us seeing a version of kang so that then when we see kang we could be like that ain't the same guy i think like i said his performance is very much overstated he had a lot of fun with it and i'm planning to see him a lot more yeah and i'm happy to do that because jonathan majors is an amazing actor i was very excited to hear he was he was um, cast. Getting them Marvel Getting dollars. them Marvel dollars, you feel me? He already got the Marvel abs. <laughs> Something like that. You know what I mean? So they was just like, oh, we don't even got to pay for a, for a personal trainer for six months for this guy? Bet. But. I mean, he was in all them robes anyways. It's not like we're going to see him. I mean, but yes, yeah, it could still, it could happen is all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's really interesting for me. I'm excited for a possible or a confirmed season two. And and it just comes down to, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to become of Sylvie? What's going to be happen or what's going to become of the new TVA? How does Loki fit in with this? What's next for Mobius? What's next for Ravana? There yeah. are so many questions that I'm really happy that they've already told us we're getting a second season. But now the question is, when do we get it? Because within the next year, we're going to get Multiverse of Madness and Quantumania. So... Is that going to then pick up after those movies where we are in the MCU? Because remember, these shows came out at a time where we didn't have a large MCU presence in theaters. Yeah. That's not going to be the case next year. Well, hopefully, knock on wood with this Delta variant. Knock on wood for sure. Was it Delta Lambda? Delta, there's a, new, like, there's a yeah, Delta Lambda it's, var- it's, variant. It's going so. down the Greek alphabet, basically. Yeah. But, um, I made a hopefully. That he didn't find too funny. no it was hilarious but i was just just looked at me like shut up it was funny man i was i was thinking of something at the time i was trying to figure something out okay but uh yeah so so it's the intrigue is at an all-time high for me after this finale i thought the finale was good we needed the exposition we needed the answers but it's it's worrying to me because I feel like Marvel could possibly be writing themselves into a corner between all of these realities and time, and it's just it's just rife for loopholes, and um, that worries me sometimes. But I mean, I guess well, I, I see where you're coming from, but I feel like it gives them a lot of freedom because that's what we were saying before. Like if uh you know Christopher Jamal Evans wanted to come back to yeah. reprise his role as um Captain America, Steve Rogers, who we hate. 
um, with a passion. Uh, Fuck Steve Rogers. The, the, the burning white heat of a thousand suns. Uh, but Christopher Jamal Evans, of course. You Shall know. I? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, uh, a place in our heart forever. Yeah. But, you know, it gives him an opportunity to come back if they want to. People who died to come back. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see how Loki, I guess, which variant is now in the universe that we understand since that Loki got taken. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like it leaves the door open for a lot of stuff where they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, because of the different timelines so that's how we brought one of them over here yeah so yeah problem solved your favorite yeah. character's dead but he's not dead yeah i mean it, it does give it does give great opportunities uh, and practical ways to yeah. write people back maybe in. we kill off fat thor and just bring a hot thor from a different reality who's still got the abs you know shit yo they let that man be fat the whole movie whole they were movie. like yeah yeah girl we're not gonna give you a i know every movie right we're not gonna or, everybody no. loves a montage we're not doing a training montage no. she just goes keep that beer belly it's like the whole fuck. final fight thedos is beating his fat ass <laughs> And they were just like, all right, well, you'll be back in Love and Thunder. I know people, I know bitches were mad. They were like, why? You'll be back to your normal self. But yeah, um, so that's pretty much our thoughts. I mean, we both ranked Loki as, unfortunately, the, 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 the least of the three Marvel shows, which, I mean, like I said, for me, it's splitting hairs. It wasn't enough mischief for me, you know? I was just like, yeah, oh, I mean, damn. you 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 would want Loki to seem more Loki. He was, I, I think his arc. I mean, I understand. I feel like they're trying to make him into a a anti hero now, as to where. But it's my thing like, is, how was he not an anti hero anti hero before, y'all? And I'm not even drinking. I'm not even drinking. I feel like I just get so excited where I'm just like, mm, mush mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, <laughs> I, I I feel like they're trying to make him, and, you know, watching him do people dirty like that and be mischievous and all that other type of stuff is not, is not what they want to do with him right now, I guess. But that's his most compelling for me, I think, uh, when, when you can just watch him be brilliantly mischievous and just yeah. have so much fun with his power and his ability to make people look stupid and you know play around with that but it just seemed like in this series so far he's just been way beyond his level and he's just he's just trying to figure shit out and that's not what we're used to yeah it's um disappointing but you know like it it was a good series. I like how they, you know, have been giving him some, um, I guess, quote unquote, heart. Like, not heart in a, in the way of, like, being courageous, but heart in the way of being, like, soft-hearted, I yeah, guess, yeah. in regards to Sylvie. And, you know, finally understanding how his actions affect people. But, yeah, it was just like, eh, okay, I could actually maybe do without that. But... You do you, boo-boo. Or whatever. Tis amazing, my dear. Well, that puts us where now? Um, I do feel as though 
we have been enjoying and need to get back to that time I was reincarnated as a slime. Yes. Um, I do also want to watch, um, there's a couple of things I think that are on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, that are worth watching. Um, I think there's one, The Daily Life of, um, uh, The Daily Life of the Immortal King. I was actually watching that first on a website where you can watch anime. <laughs> yeah, that should not <laughs> um, be named. In yes. its Chinese version. Yeah. Um, but now it's on Netflix, so I'll probably watch that because uh, the dubs will be better if I choose to just watch the dubs or whatever. Indeed, um, indeed. You know, without having to read. Um, we did watch the Tanya, um, Saga of Tanya the Evil movie, movie yeah. which was good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It hinted at another season, but I haven't seen anything about another season. So it's, it's, I might rewatch that. Playing I really with like me it. at yeah. this point because it's like. We loved Tanya that you out. The movie was great. Mm-hmm. It was more Tanya, uh, which is, you know, um, stop playing with me. Give me more Tanya the evil. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it just it upset my spirit. Uh, no, no problem. Um, and then what else? Well, we talked about we talked about our bet to for you to watch the dragon prince and for me to watch fire force and we got halfway through each yeah no we both got into the second season of each so. yeah and fell off a cliff so i definitely want to get back to that i have been re-watching the my hero academia anime yeah. uh because i'm trying to get back into the manga and sometimes it helps me to get into the manga by watching the anime up to where the manga is and then continuing from there because my imagination is trash and I can't I can't make these characters move in my mind. So I need to have the anime as a reference point. And I think that's helped me a lot with uh with a lot of the animes that I've ended up reading the manga for. Um yeah. so um, that's what I've what else I've been watching too. Yeah. I have also been reading Monster Number Eight, which is a really good manga. Um it updates it takes a while for it to update so like it it didn't take me a long time to catch up to it um there should be some new chapters out so i'll probably go back and try to read where it's at now um i probably gonna start chainsaw man um and i know that an anime is supposed to be coming soon so um when people were saying like it's here but when i went to go check my website that i watch anime on um, it wasn't there. So I'm like, is it here yet? Do I need to expand my search of places to watch these things? But I would be excited for that too. Um, that's pretty much a big hit too. I, I, it's by, I believe, uh, the or the anime is going to be by the same studio that did Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm not sure if it's by the same author though. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah. That's what I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Love it. Love it. Love it. So hopefully next time we can give updates on where we are with those uh, shows that we're watching. It's 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 a funny time right now just because there isn't a whole lot of stuff out. Um, we did watch the Tomorrow War on Netflix or uh, Amazon. Um, it was fine. It was it was fine. That's the review. Um so hopefully we'll have some more stuff to kind of watch you guys um 
I don't I don't have too much else. I mean, Loki was Loki was great. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a must watch. You know, I, I feel like we said a lot of stuff to be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't that great or it was just OK. But like I enjoyed watching it. So it was good. Like I would watch this over something else any day. Yeah, I would rewatch I, yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Loki. And you know what? It might be interesting to rewatch Loki because there may be some things we didn't notice. Well, you, know what, you know, one of my favorite parts was. Oh, we didn't the talk old about our favorite Loki. parts. Well, yeah, but just like randomly. Okay. Um, was the old Loki that was like more so like, quote unquote, mm-hmm. com- like original, I guess, comic yeah, accurate. Like, like classic Loki and like or something. how magically powerful he was. And people were saying like, is he comparable or more so like at least right now to the Scarlet Witch? Because like she she built a town. He built the all of Asgard. Now, that's also saying like, okay, girl but it was like just a hologram but people were like oh he did that and that was so much magic and i'm like it was it, but those buildings weren't like substantial now she did have a framework and a skeleton to work with so that's why like those buildings were able to be yeah. there and like people access them and stuff like that and then the characters well she was building off of actual puppets quote unquote people he didn't have puppets or buildings to build off of so it's kind of like we could say that they're comparable in magic, but without having the same var- variables and like, like, you know, with everything, let's say we just put them both in a vacuum and let them have it out. Would they be, you know, comparable? But I still thought that was cool. I was like, that's right. old Loki. You better show them how you do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, and Scarlet Witch, she has chaos magic, right? So I don't think it's a question of if, that classic Loki was on the same level magically, but he did what needed to be done uh, in that moment when he really was just like, yo, like, I mean, y'all good. Like I'm, I'm out of this. And, and then he came back and decided, you know, I'll just go ahead and sacrifice myself for no apparent reason. That didn't make a bunch of sense to me based off of what he had said two minutes before, but it was still badass. And it went to exemplify how much more powerful they are in that realm which leads to other questions. Are they more powerful in this realm? What is the limit of their power in this space? Like, you know, they were able to to um, take over the Eliath and charm it, right? And I mean, I guess to a certain degree. Well, to open up to open up to the to the time fortress to get where they wanted to go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean Loki and Sylvie yeah. able to? Um enchant yeah enchant um so yeah a couple questions you know so it's it's exciting i am more excited now for multiverse of madness after this slate of marvel television shows i'm much more excited i think this was the best thing they could have done for Mm ant-man because ant-man historically just like meets loki and they'd be like uh hey well i mean what's going on here yeah like (laughs) (laughs) like oh hi (laughs) but Ant-Man historically has had trouble uh, with the box office, with his stories being relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, I think, I think Paul Rudd was is up there, like, yeah, like that's this, this is what's up because it's adding intrigue in his movie. You know, maybe the 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 culmination of what we're seeing here, and and that for Ant-Man is major, and it's not something that he's had an opportunity for. All of his movies up to this point have been like side 
side uh, side missions or you know small little things going into the MCU. Now that we have a chance for Ant Man's movie to be integral, yeah, he's gonna be quite. I mean, he was quite important in um the last Avengers movie because how was it gonna go through time to get all of the uh get all of those paperweights? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he was integral in another film, but his film yeah has never really had a chance to be like a standout of of you know, a phase, for example. This is all going to be phase four. Quantumania might be one of the most integral movies in phase four. Well, I am excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anything else before we go? That's it for me. I think I said everything I wanted to say. Um, Like I said, it it was a good show. I'm glad I watched it all the way through. Um, I had my little, I guess, issues with it, but nothing big enough for me to be like, oh, Loki, that's not a good show. Don't ever watch it. You know? Sounds like a plan to me. We will see you guys again next month for your monthly uh, deposit of blurredness and nerdiness and dopeness from myself and my beloved. Uh, Again, my name is... Marshall. I'm Courtney. If you go to Marshall's Twitter, uh, which I guess we'll have linked in somewhere, um, you can see pictures from BlurCon and you can see pictures of the song cosplay um, if you like. Or what? what's your Twitter handle? Mr. Okami underscore seven. And Mr. is just MR. Yep. So MR Okami underscore seven. Uh, and yeah, if you look through the media, there's pictures from BlurCon and lots of cool cosplays. So yeah, we got a, I got, we, we, we got a bunch of great pictures. So if BlurCon, you've ever wondered uh, how it's going down. I will hopefully be able to join the uh, planning committee and hopefully be able to do some really cool stuff <gasps> next year. <laughs> planning committee it would be great if we could have a booth next year i mean even for a little bit like maybe not the full days because we i would still want to have fun yeah 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 Yeah, i mean you never know you never know blurred watchers slash blurred life with my wife at BlurCon. love to see it love to see it well all right y'all uh again my name is marshall this is courtney blurred watchers we'll see y'all next time bye